week three of the quarterfinals here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. It's the Terminator Champions. Matt Durline, Chris Decker hanging out with you as usual Monday morning at 9 a.m. Chris? Yo, yo, yo. How you doing this morning? Every day is a good day to be alive, Matt. Yes, sir. And we are recording this as Joe Sposto has just won the first week of the show. And we are we are recording this as the CZW 2000 episode is doing gangbusters right now. <laughs> yes, it is. I think it, I, I don't think we've ever had more votes in the first 12 hours than I think we had last I checked we had 31 votes already. Oh man, we got we're giving the people what they want. Yeah, we are, and, and we're not buying Twitter followers here. We're <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna name drop an indie guy or two, but that would be mean. And that was something people used to do back in like the early 2010s. Not now. <laughs> I refuse on, on these Russian bot farms, and, and then as soon as I say that, that's how we get canceled. Uh, well, speaking of being canceled, I saved Adam Van from being canceled yesterday. What? By not revealing how prepared he was becoming for this show. Uh, whoa, 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 edit this out, edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, joining us from Add-Ons with Wrestling, the number four seed in the Tournament of Champions. Welcome to the show, Adam. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks, Matt. Thank Chris. Um, I'm happy to continue to fail upwards in this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to drafting, uh, you know, the golden age of ECW, 1993. Uh, good times. <laughs> the golden age. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Of uh, some, I mean, maybe they had some golden lights above the ring. I don't know if this is the golden age. <laughs> well, you know what? Wrestling is in its infancy in 1993, having only been <laughs> three years prior. You know, <laughs> if 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 wrestling was created, was born much much like uh, our world and our culture, um, and 1999, I guess, would be the the Renaissance. I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. You know, this. I guess you could say 93 would be like. The golden age. If we were playing Civilization, this would be like the golden age, you know, or the silver age or the bronze. Yeah, yeah. They're just still like trying to invent the wheel. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this. We'll see. This is gonna be a good time. And joining us here for this good time, your opponent tonight, this morning, as you're listening, the number five seed in the tournament from the Not Another Sports Podcast, Jason Diagostino. Jason, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> that, was, that was literally like some kind of weird, uh, re, re, uh, you know, when you hit your knee and it goes like, you know, because you, you hit the, what's that called? What, what's that called? When you go to the doctor and you make them figure it out. <laughs> Involuntary reaction? Yeah, like a, like a, like a, yeah, I've hit my knee right now. It's flying up. You can't see it because this is in the video podcast. Are you sure you're not slapping your thigh? <laughs> I assure you, there's no thigh slapping in this house. <laughs> which, likely... just get, which just gives great views of just me, me being like, Rose, go to bed. You know? <laughs> oh boy. And now we have been canceled. Um,. <laughs> I did not super kick my child and just inferred it. He's not a young buck. <laughs> Definitely a young buck. Ain't pretty much an old buck. <laughs> Somewhere old buck there. 
That's why there's a balding buck. I mean, I feel like so, a really animal. I guess that was too far. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super kicking Rosie. Not too far. Nick Jackson being bald. That's the line, apparently. Um, so, uh, Vince just uh, gave me a uh, a Charlie Murphy slap to the face last night. Oh. Yeah, it woke me up in the middle of the night. which was just wham. I was like, well, I'm going to sleep on the couch. So. <laughs> Shit. So Jason, with the podcast with David, not another sports podcast, we will say here early on that you can check out their Facebook for a tournament that they are running. Jason, tell us about it. Uh, so we decided we were going to do the best beard in pro sports tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's broken up into four different categories. Uh, we just announced on the podcast, which uh, posted on Sunday, uh, April 18th, um, that Charlie Blackman uh, beat Bryce Harper in the finals of the MLB round. So he's now going into the finals. Uh, we are currently doing the NBA round, uh, which you can find on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash notanothersportspod. And who are the six involved in the NBA one? Okay, hold on. I got to bring up that document. I was going to say, I'm sure James Harden is in there somewhere. James Harden is my pick to win the entire thing. Um, <laughs> Whoa, that's saying a lot. His beard is fantastic. So it is Anthony Davis, Tyson Chandler, Kyle O'Quinn, James Harden, Jalen Brown, and Jonas Valajunas. I was going to say, he's going to have tough competition in the hockey round, man. I actually think based on... Not no spoilers, but based on the different lists, I think the NBA is going to be the tightest one. I was going to say, any any insight into the football or hockey ones? Uh, I bet the football one. Uh, hold on, let me let me see if I can. Uh, I, I didn't look. If I had to pick a good uh, football sports beard, it would probably be. Oh, uh, is Aaron Rodgers on there? Aaron Rodgers is not on the list. Okay. Now, do they have to be active to be in the tournament, or all time would account? We're trying to do active, which has been difficult because yeah. basketball reference, baseball ref, all the reference sites aren't exactly up to date like you would think they are. Right, right, uh, right. So it's taken a lot of uh, research to do this. But well, it's, we're getting a lot of interaction, which is really why we were doing it. Gotcha. I was going to say, like, Brett Kiesel from the Steelers had a phenomenal beard, but he's been he, retired for a couple of years. He did. My wife's a Steelers fan, so I'm well aware of, of the Steelers players from that time period. Nice. Who's the who's the, uh, who's the number one seed in, in the NFL? I, I will tell you my pick for the NFL. Okay. Uh, I would say it's Fitzmagic. Oh, that is good. Shit. Oh, man. There's no good, there's no good eagle beards now that I think about it. Like I'm trying to think. I mean, Lane Johnson is a little bit of a good beard, you know. But uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Jason Peters. Maybe Jason Peters. <laughs> and you can hear this biweekly on the Not Another Sports podcast. We are currently in between episodes with this current episode with an air date of April 26th that we're recording right now. But what we're going to do is get back to our tournament, there the third quarterfinal matchup between Adam and Jason here, doing 1993 ECW. And they are going to be drafting from that roster. Anyone who wrestled for 19, ECW in 1993 is eligible to be drafted. You can draft someone with their title belt, and then that title belt does come off the board. And I believe Jason was nice enough to include a title history somewhere. God, I hope so. Yeah, it's further down in the document. There we go. Thank you. So there are... Wow, there's a Maryland heavyweight championship, a Pennsylvania heavyweight championship, 
the nice. world title, the TV title, and the tag titles who were not held. Well, there's a few teams here. This is just a very, it's a very long document. It's very spaced out. <laughs> I, I definitely weigh into what would be the Maryland championship. That's, that's what I'm, I, I like this idea. Yeah, and there's at least 140 names on this document. I recognize 40 of them. So the, just so you know, that's my uh, draft pool. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people not booked tonight. <laughs> That'll be a fun list to read off. Uh, we do have round seven, which is the wild card round. Anyone who wrestled in 1993 outside of ECW can be drafted. And per usual, if you draft a team together or a six-man or an eight-man, they have to work together. They have to be booked together. So, with that said, Jason is the lower seed, so he gets the first draft pick. Jason, you are up. First pick, I'm taking Shane Douglas with the ECW title. Ooh, the Ooh. Eastern Championship Wrestling title. The NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling title, because Joey Styles had to say it all the time. God damn it. So... <laughs> I had Shane Douglas on my board. Uh, I was not planning on taking him first, but just to show you my level of preparedness for it, I was all prepared to do this. God damn it. <laughs> I had a scene for everything. God damn it. All right. Well, Shane Douglas is off the board, as is the world title. So, you know what? You're welcome, Joe Sposto. With my first overall pick, I take the television champion, Terry Funk. Oh, good call. I started to type Adam's name next to Terry Funk before he even said Terry Funk, because I had a feeling that once Shane Douglas was gone, he was going to go right to Terry Funk, especially after listening to Ad Odds this week when Joe was like, you should take Terry Funk first. <laughs> well, you know, I, <laughs> I have a plan for Terry Funk, believe it or not. It's just, uh, I didn't, I was planning on taking Funk number one overall if he was there, no matter what. Well, it all worked out. What, what do you got, Jason, for number two? So I have to say, I banked on Adam taking Terry Funk. Um, <laughs> wow. Funk I like nowhere on my list. <laughs> oh, preparation. Uh, no joke, since I was up at four in the, or at 1.40 in the morning, uh, I worked on my list at four in the morning, so. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um, so my number two pick will be Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, not on my list at all. Um, I have a. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to reach deep. I'm going to go all the way down the board, but I really want him on my card. I'm taking Mike Awesome. Son okay. of a bitch. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, so I wasn't privy to this list. Uh, just, I just, I wasn't, uh, Matt didn't show it to me. I didn't even realize Mike Awesome was at ECW in 93. He was Chris, awesome, Mike Awesome. I'm sending then. it to you right now. Oh, yeah. cool. Thank you. According to the list, he was on one show, and that's just enough to be on my show. Oh, oh man. That screws up my opener so much. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got, now I got it there. Very cool. Tony Stetson. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Uh, okay, my third pick, I'm going to take Tommy Dreamer and Johnny Gunn with the ECW Tag Team titles. I don't know who the fuck Johnny Gunn is. <laughs> so, fun it's, fact. It's Tom Brandy. Oh, it's Tom Brandy, okay. So, so fun fact, in 1993, uh, Johnny Gunn and King Kalua gave a speech at my elementary school. 
wonderful. And they are in the yearbook. I will have to find it and take a picture and send it to Oh, my God. That needs to be, like, the cover photo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you you put pressure on me to find it. (laughs) Right. We go to Adam for his third pick. All right. Uh, This is a tough one. I am going to go with Sabu. Awesome. All right. Go back to Jason. Uh, with my fourth pick, I'm going to be taking Kevin Sullivan and the Tasmaniac. Ooh. Oh, wow. I was actually, when I was kind of picking my third pick, I was a coin flip between Taz and Sabu. But, uh, all right. Fair enough. I am going to take, well, you know what? Since I'm booking ECW as the way I remember it, I'm going Sandman. Yeah, some of these names are awesome. Pat Patterson Jr. Oh, that is my number. No, first overall. <laughs> there was a lot of people with Mr. as their prefix as well. <laughs> All right, Jason, you're up. All right, I'm going to be taking with my fifth pick, B-A-double-D, Bad Company. Okay, oh. so that is going to be Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond. Okay, another fun fact. Uh, at, in, at a... A Joe and Gino show that took place at my high school. Pat Tanaka was a member of Risky Business Incorporated, managed by Ronnie Rains. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) And on this show, Paul Diamond was a member of The Diamonds. (laughs) (laughs) And was put through two flaming tables because AJ ever said so. All right. I am going to, just because there's very slim pickings again in this era, I'm going to go ahead and reach for my kind of announcing slash, like, my, uh, you know, just interview segments, whatever. I'm going for the combination of Joey Styles and Paul Heyman. Paulie Dangerously, sorry. All right. Joey Styles, is he even? He's He's not on the roster, but I did add him to... At some place in here, there was a list of people who weren't, like, wrestlers, but were TV announcers. All the way on the bottom, Jay Sully, Joey Styles, Maddie in the house, and Stevie Wonderful. I left you some good ones there, Jason. Don't worry. You got you still have announcers. <laughs> yeah, I know, but Jay Sully's no Joey Styles. I'll, I'll, I'll work with it. <laughs> so many awesome guys on this list. So we go to round six, I believe this is. Okay. Um, With my sixth pick, I will be taking Stan the Lariat Hanson. Oh, man. I didn't even see him on the list. That is a good pick. Goddamn. All right. So for my sixth pick, uh, this gentleman was in my plans had I had gotten Shane Douglas, but I am still going to take him because he's awesome. I'm going to take Chris Candido. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's some rewrites that I gotta do. (laughs) Should have taken them before, uh... I mean, Jason, they're still Super Ninja. (laughs) And Ninja Warrior. All I'll say, all I'll say, Decker, is is when you hear what I'm doing, it'll all make sense why I wanted Candido. Oh, I see. I mean, there's always Kodiak Bear, my favorite wrestler as a kid. (laughs) IWCCW, Kodiak Bear. But before we get there, it is wild card time. So, Jason, who is your wild card? All right, with my wild card, I'm going to be taking Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey, the Doctor Love Tom Pritchard, with the Smoky Mouth. Whoa! 
and James E. Cornette. The Heavenly Bodies. Well done. Nice. You haven't figured it out yet, Chris. <laughs> no, I, 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 I haven't. But that's because I'm, I'm, I'm too busy looking at guys like Joe College and Junior. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so happy I got this list now. Like I haven't looked at it, and I'm like, well, Freddy Krueger. All right. So for my wild card, uh, I believe on your most recent episode, the Duge had a great quote. That said, if your show has Kevin Nash on it, it's immediately better. <laughs> so I am taking, hold on, the WWF Intercontinental Champion, Shawn Michaels, with his heater, Diesel. Wow. <laughs> Jesus, I almost spit my drink out. Oh, man. He could take on Kerry Von Eric. <laughs> Spoilers, man. Come on. <laughs> Wow. And I will just say in the Man. off chance that Jason had taken either Diesel or Shawn Michaels, I was all set to take Johnny Polo there. <laughs> was he going to give up his rich kid lifestyle and become a grunge uh, drug addict? I was going to uh, – hopefully I would have had Tommy Dreamer at that point, and I would have had it be like the origin story of them. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I was preparing, man. Just one vignette of them in, in WWE ideas. They'll animate the crap out of that and sell it as a comedy. <laughs> that ugh. These are very different wild cards from each other. I, I'm looking forward to seeing where this is going. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it now. Um, <laughs> all right, what do you got, I'm Jason? Up. All right. With my eighth pick, I'm taking Road Warrior Hawk. All right, I was hoping to have a drug-filled confrontation between Hawk and Shawn Michaels, but I guess that's not happening. <laughs> well, there's always rhesus monkey hormones to share, so. <laughs> if as only as I could do, as long as you do the Radley Belmont wow thing. <laughs> well. Every time now that Hawk is drafted alone, that's what it requires. <laughs> if only I can find somebody else on this 1993 ECW roster that might have been on something. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> these are these of Adam Van. These are these of Adam Van, and not necessarily those of 90.3 WESS or East Stroud. <laughs> yeah, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. All right, I am going to take for my eighth pick. Uh, uh, this document tells me he was in ECW, so I have to believe him. Uh, Davy Boy Smith. He was. He's in the intro for the shows for 93. Whoa. Nice. What about Southern Destruction? <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling I'll be reading their names later on a different list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess I'm up, aren't I? Mm-hmm. You are. All right. I will take Crash the Terminator. I don't, I don't know, know who that, that is. Is. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That sounds familiar. Who is that? Hugh Morris. Oh, Bill DeMott. What a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> Crash the Terminator, 93? Like, did you fucking, what? <laughs> Chris, this is a list with wrestlers who have names like Agony. Well, but I mean, like... And Joe College. Can you imagine if, like, the fucking machine sent back to kill John Connor, like, this is Crash the Terminator. <laughs> There's someone on this roster who's just named 
Lumberjack. <laughs> All right, so for my ninth pick, shout out to the boar. I'm taking Don Morocco. Should have seen this coming. Excellent <laughs> pick if it was 1983. <laughs> yeah, but he just guaranteed himself one vote. I think Boar said that there was an immediate vote for whoever gets Don Morocco. <laughs> I love Don Morocco, but Morocco had a lot of meatball subs between 83 and 93, so. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, for my 10th pick, I'm going to take Abdullah the Butcher. Ooh, that's the first one that hurt me there in a while. I, I slotted him in my awesome Mike Awesome spot. Okay. All right. I'm going to take Kerry Von Eric. These one-offs are really making this card a lot better than it could be. It's like, what, what should we choose from? Metal Maniac or, ooh, I don't know, Davy Boy Smith. <laughs> Jason, you are up. Well, since I was going to have this guy lose to Chris Candido, he's going to lose to Crash the Terminator. Uh, I'm going to take Surfer Ray Odyssey. Surfer Ray Odyssey. Where are you on this list? He's just Ray Odyssey on the list. Um, hold on. Where is he at? Oh, he's way at the bottom. I found him. Journeyman of the, the Northeast Independence of the 90s. Oh, man. I, so uh... I'd like to say, blown opportunity here, because this is Surfer Sandman still. To not have Surfer Sandman and Ray Odyssey as a tag team. Just saying. <laughs> oh, man. Then they, then they could have been called Kokomo. <laughs> that sounds about right for 1993 ECW. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Kokomo. <laughs> All right. I am going to take, speaking of alleged people that can allegedly have a stare down with allegedly coked out Shawn Michaels, I will take <laughs> Jake Roberts. <laughs> oh, don't drink the piss. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take for my 12th pick Twisted Steel and Sex Appeal, Donnie Allen and Hervé Renesto. <laughs> okay, time out. <laughs> so, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> Honestly, you could have just put so many fake names on this, I would have believed you, because I recognize oh, yeah. nobody. I mean, Donnie <laughs> Allen is actually someone who worked ECW, I think, like into, what, 95? Yeah. God, you could have told me that this was the original incarnation of the Fantastics, and I wouldn't have known. <laughs> so, knowing, picturing Donnie Allen in my mind's eye, the fact that he's in a tag team called Twisted Seal and Sex Appeal is hilarious. <laughs> All right, I've heard so of Donnie Allen. I haven't heard of <laughs> Ernesto Beneficia. <laughs> Since we're on a run for tag teams with my 12th pick, I will take the public enemy, Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge. Well done. Surprised they lasted this long. All right. For my 13th pick, I'm going to take Jay Sully to do my my play-by-play. Hold on. I'm going to take Jay Sully and – no, I'm just taking Jay Sully. By himself. By himself. Okay. All right, so for my 13th pick, I will take another tag team, and that is Bad Breed, Axel, Knee, and Rotten. Okay. R.I.P. Ian Rotten. All right, and I'm currently finished with my, my draft. You're done. I'm done. Ooh. All right. Well, as uh, once again, as Dude would say, strap in. I got a couple more. <laughs> 
I am just going to go ahead and take the ECW Maryland champion, JT Smith, (laughs) (laughs) along with the ECW Pennsylvania champion, Tommy Cairo. I honestly I have I his want, autograph for the record. Nice. I just want the belts. That's all I care about. Uh, <laughs> I am going to take what I assume are a tag team, and if not, it's just a hell of a coincidence, and that is Easy Rider and HD Rider. <laughs> Logic <laughs> would dictate that's a team. <laughs> easy HD. I'm gonna come up with an. Hold on. Oh God, I'm not good. I'm not good at like these these games where you. H E, so they're like heads rider. <laughs> Was he, would this be the same Easy Rider that worked Pennsylvania Championship Wrestling and and ECWA? It may be. I mean, I was like eleven going to Pennsylvania Championship Wrestling shows, so I don't remember. I know but... I'm going deep. I'm sorry. The only person I remember on those shows was a Doink the Clown, someone as Doink the Clown. Um, Luis Piccoli and Judd the Stud Steel. That's all I remember from those shows. So, so, uh, fun doink story. Uh, the, the first indie show I went to was, uh, <laughs> was, uh, uh, oh my god, I just blanked on his name, but Dennis Coraluzo show at my local high school, right? And they had a doink on the show, but he was not doink the clown, he was who's he the clown? <laughs> <laughs> it was Rob Cook. <laughs> And I'll, I'll just bang this out real quick because I'm not done. I've, uh, I have a total of 20 picks. So 17 through nine, uh, 17, 18, 19, and 20. King Kong Bundy, Mr. Hughes, the Headhunters, and, uh, just because I need another bad place Hall of Famer, Jimmy Snuka. Wow. Ooh, Jesus. Man, this sounds like one of those WrestleCon shows from like 2011. <laughs> So that was Mr. Hughes, it was Jimmy Snooker, it was the Headhunters, and you said Bundy? King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy, yeah. Okay. So HD Rider and Easy Rider would be Heads Rider. I, I tried all the combinations, that's the only one that's good. <laughs> good, in air quotes. <laughs> in air quotes. <laughs> So now it's time for Chris's favorite segment on the show. You are not getting booked. Let me let me since I since I have the list here. Let me see if I can uh, uh, take care of it. If I, uh, I I've been updating it, so I want to do it. All right, uh, Tony Stetson, you're not getting booked. <laughs> Super Destroyer one and two, you're not getting booked. Rock and Rebel, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Hotbody, fuck out of here. Holy <laughs> foreshadowing. Was it Larry Winters? You're not getting booked. Salvatore Belomo. Sorry, bud. No room. Glenn Osborne hit the, hit the bricks. Dark Patriot one and two. You're gone. Suicide Blondes, get out of here. Uh, uh, guy. Mr. Richard Michaels, you're not getting booked. The Canadian Wolfman, not getting booked. Max Thrasher. Is that the guy in the acclaimed? Oh. <laughs> That's Max Caster, right? Yeah. His father, Max Thrasher, you're out of here. Uh, Chad, Chad Austin, you're out of here. Chris Michaels, you're out of here. Ivan Koloff, I'm so sorry. 
Yeah, we just don't have any room for you. Uh, wait, hold. On. There, oh, oh, here's this is a double. There's Salvatore Belomo and Sal Belomo. <laughs> Edelmaniac, no. Vladimir Koloff. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, Hell Riders, you're not getting booked. Oh, that might be Easy Rider and Easy Rider. Oh, that could be. That could be. Hunter Q. Robbins the <laughs> third. Fuck yourself. Johnny Gunn, not getting booked. Oh, and Johnny Gunn was? Okay, okay. I I missed one. That's all right. Miguel Perez Jr., not getting booked. Mr. Danger, you're not getting booked. (laughs) That's Danny Danger's dad. Uh, Mr. X, you're not getting booked. Peaches, which was the bad guy in Rocco's Modern Life who was supposed to be the Satan. You're not getting booked. (laughs) Tigro, you're not getting booked. El Matador, Tito Santana, you're not getting booked. Oh, no, Gino Caruso, you're not getting booked. (laughs) Jason, uh, did Jason come with uh, Shane? Jason Knight? No, not Jason. at that time. No. Oh, you know why? Because on the on the thing he sent me, it said Jason on it because Jason took that, so I thought that's what it meant. Jason Knight, you're not getting booked. Keith, sure, you're not getting booked. Malia Hosaka, you're not getting booked. Mike Norman, you're not getting booked. Mister Motegi, Simone Warrior. Oh, we didn't book Sherry Martell. That sucks. Super Ninja, get out of here. American Ninja, get out of here. Agony, Angel, Bob Star, Chris Evans, Colossal Kong, Comet, you're not getting booked. <laughs> Damien Stone, fucking Dick Murdoch, Wayne Gill, uh, let's see, Frank Cody, Freddy Krueger, Greg Valentine, Hack Myers, Jim Neidhart, Jimmy Janetti, Jake Sully, you're not getting booked. Uh, Joe, Joe College, Joe Thunder, Johnny Paradise, the Junkyard Dog. <laughs> Listen, the Kodiak Bear will always be booked in my heart. Kyle Shearer, the Lords of Darkness, Lucifer, the Lumberjack, Mass Superstar, Max Moon, uh, Miguelito Perez, uh, nice. Mike, Mike Corey? What a weird <laughs> name. Mike V. Molly McShane, not related to Ian McShane, Morgus the Maniac, Nicola Volkoff, Payne, Pat Patterson Jr., Pitbull, Randy Starr, Rich Myers, Silverchat, both members of Southern Destruction, <laughs> Spider, Stevie Wonderful, Suicide Blocks, <laughs> Destroyer 3, Todd Shaw, Tommy Manchin, Trent Young, the fucking Warlord, Watsumi the Rising Sun, and the Wolfman. Yeah, from the the legendary, uh, what was it, Universal Monsters, Wolfman. You're not getting booked. Uh, I, you know what, I'm really sad now that I didn't take the opportunity to draft Chris Michaels and Jimmy Janetti and have them be like the new rockers. <laughs> So the real bummer here is Morgus the Maniac not getting booked because Morgus was such a nice guy whose parents were definitely his managers. <laughs> when I worked with Morgus the Maniac in 2002, his parents were absolutely his managers. Morgus was a shits, Matt. <laughs> Morgus was a nice guy. Yeah, but he was the shits. I'm sure Ice Dwarf is a nice guy, too. That's debatable. That's who I was thinking of. Thank you. <laughs> Nikolai Volkov will not do flip. Uh, <laughs> he's also one of Penny's throat at him. 
Uh, also, Pitbull here is not Pitbull that we know, but oh, it's not actually, Mr. Worldwide. Damn it! No, it's Pitbull number one from the Pitbulls. Oh, that said, I don't. I still don't know who Joe College is, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, Joe College is like one half of the Napa Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> So, with all of that said, we are going to take a break. Adam and Jason will put their cards together, and we'll be right back here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention available every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash anhonorablepod. Greetings, folks. Do you like beer? Do you know who I am? Maybe not? My name's Kev, also known as Irish Kev. And my dear friend Rick and myself actually really were supposed to have a cool promo for our beer review podcast known as the Hooligans of Hops, where Rick and myself take you through a drunken journey of all of the beers that we try on a scale point twenty five to 5 being the best. We talk about the best and worst beers we've had on the show. In between, you hear sports banter, some wrestling, and I don't know anything that happens when we get drunk. So check out our show on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Buzzsprout, and anywhere you can get your podcast sources. We'll try not to get drunk next time and do something for you. But here's the promo. Thanks. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with Everyday People. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. Episode 3 of the A-Show Tournament of Champions rolls on. Matt Darline, Chris Decker, and a whole bunch of Terry Funk impressions coming at you here after the break. (laughs) (laughs) And Jason and Adam here have put their cards together for 1993 ECW. I'm very much looking forward to hearing what each of you has to say. And... Per the rules of the tournament, well, per the rules of the show, whoever drafts first presents first. And in this case, it's Jason. So, Jason, please take us to 1993 ECW. All right. So the show opens with Jay Sully from the control room welcoming us to this special two-hour episode of NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling here on Sports Channel Philadelphia. Tonight's main event from the sold-out ECW arena is one that is months in the making. 
Tonight, the student meets the teacher as Shane Douglas puts his ECW heavyweight title on the line against his former mentor, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert, in a chain match. Whoa! Chain match? Also on tonight's card, you will see the Battle of the Lariat as Stan Hansen takes on Road Warrior Hawk. Hmm. The ECW okay. tag team titles will be on the line as the champions Tommy Dreamer and Johnny Gunn take on Kevin Sullivan and the Tasmaniac. Also, Bad Company will be here to issue an open challenge to any tag team in professional wrestling. The first match of the night features already in the ring Donnie Allen and Hervé Renesto, also known as Twisted Steel and Sex Appeal. Jay Sully mentions that their opponent is the madman from the Sudan, Abdullah the Butcher. Oh, God! <laughs> While you're, while you're announcing this, I imagine just this is all coming, this is this is all playing like the Jay Sully's talking, and I just hear like the Ion Springfield uh, intro in the back, just like. That's only the WWE Network overdub of Abdullah the Butcher's music. Hold on, the worst overdub ever, ever was 1987 Starcade, the Road Warriors like 80s dance music overdub of Iron Man. Check that out. <laughs> no, the 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 fucking actually when they overdub Thunderkiss with that like weird surf rock song like But the problem is that's catchy. Well, it is catchy. Um but it's not Thunderkiss, I know. No. All right. So Abdullah blasts Herve Renesto with a balsa wood chair and he stops Donnie Allen with the fork. Donnie Allen is begging for his life, but Abby doesn't care. He grabs Allen by the hair and starts stabbing the life out of him with the fork. Allen is covered in blood. Abby drags the lifeless Hervé Renesta with the chair around his neck, places him on Donnie Allen, delivers an elbow drop for the win to open the show. For the record, none of that was called in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I like the balsa wood chair. Like... Like, it's the same thing you make your soapbox racer out of it. Slams it and just fucking explodes. It's like that bad wood you get at Walmart when, you need to, when you're trying to make, like, a bookcase. All right, for the second match on the card, coming out with his dilapidated boogie board to surf in USA is the surfer Ray Odyssey. Uh, next, a random Metallica song plays, and out comes Crash the Terminator. Uh, Jay Sully mentions that Crash recently competed in the FMW promotion in Japan. Uh, Crash immediately ambushes the surfer. He grabs the surfer's boogie board and hits him in the head with it. Crash <laughs> climbs the top rope with the boogie board in hand, moonsaults onto the surfer with the boogie board for the win. Whoa, that's pretty impressive. All right, next up, the song Bad Company by the band Bad Company plays, and that can only mean one team <laughs> is making their way to the ring. Super oh, Destroyers, man. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Southern Destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond, otherwise known as Bad Company. Jay runs down the list of teams that they've beaten over the years and also mentions that they're known for their uh, innovative offense. Uh, Paul Diamond gets on the microphone saying that they came to ECW looking for competition, and thus far they haven't found any. So any tag team who can hear this, come on out and we'll take you on. The song Frankenstein by Edgar Winter Group plays, and out comes the gigolo Jimmy Del Rey and the Dr. Love Tom Pritchard, the current Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions, with their manager James E. Cornette. Jay Sully is losing his mind over this. Corny gets on the microphone, and he says, I see you're making open challenges. 
well, we're here and you haven't faced my heavenly bodies yet. Let's get ourselves a referee and make this happen. A referee slides in the ring and the match is on. Uh, the match starts with Dr. Tom and Pat Tanaka. They're exchanging some holds. Neither man's really gaining an advantage until Dr. Tom thumps Tanaka in the eye and tags in Jimmy Del Rey. Uh, Del Rey gets a flurry of offense and he throws Tanaka in the rope, but Jimmy telegraphs a back body drop, which enables uh, Tanaka to drop down and deliver a throat thrust to Del Rey. Del Rey's selling like he can't breathe from that shot. Tanaka grabs Del Rey in a headlock and tags in Paul Diamond. Diamond takes control of Del Rey until Corny distracts the referee and Dr. Tom comes in and grabs a hold of, De- of uh, Diamond so that Del Rey can get a few cheap shots on him. The referee turns around just as Dr. Tom is exiting, exiting the ring, but Tanaka is coming in at the same time. The referee sends Tanaka back to the outside of the ring as a tag was not made. The bodies continue for a few minutes, working over Diamond as they make quick tags and cut off the ring. Uh, finally, a miscommunication between the bodies leads to Diamond getting a hot tag. Uh, Tanaka comes in like a house of fire. Uh, Jay notes that Cornette just might see his team leave Philadelphia without the gold they came to the arena with. Uh, Corny is clearly frustrated. The bodies powder to the outside, and they have a conference with them. Uh, Bad Company ambush them, and both teams are brawling around the ringside. Uh, the current legal men in the match are Tanaka and Dr. Tom. They find their way back into the ring. The referee's trying to get uh, Diamond and Del Rey back to their corners. He doesn't see Corny throw the tennis racket into Dr. Tom, who then wallops Tanaka with it. Dr. Tom gets the pin, and the heavenly bodies are still the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions. The ECW crowd is clearly not happy about this, and Jay admonishes the bodies and Cornette and vocally hopes they never show up in NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling again. Uh, by the skin of their teeth. <clears throat> Sorry, I went really detailed on this at four in the morning, so you just got to bear with me. Um, <laughs> now we have the Battle of the Lariat. Out first to Iron Man by Black Sabbath is Road Warrior Hawk. The crowd clearly erupts, and Hawk looks pumped. Jay notes that Road Warrior Hawk is known for his top rope lariat, and that the last time these two men faced each other was in 1986 when the Road Warriors faced Hanson and Harley Race at the first Battle of the Belts, and there was not a winner. Whoa, that's a badass fucking match right there. Road Warriors against Harley and fucking Stan Hansen. Good God. It's great. It's a hoss fight. Um, the theme from the good, bad, and the ugly plays is Stan Lariat Hansen makes his way to the ring, whipping his bull rope around, swatting at anyone who tries to touch him. Uh, both men are face-to-face in the ring. Hawk pushes Hansen. Hansen pushes Hawk back. No one's giving an inch. Uh, they are back in each other's faces, and they just start wildly brawling. Uh, Hawk grabs the upper hand as one of his uh, wall blows knocks Hanson to one knee. Hawk maintains control of the match until he goes for a drop kick. Uh, Hanson is able to get out of the way of it because it's Hawk doing a drop kick. (laughs) Hanson now takes control of the match with some stiff offense of his own. Uh, This is a Haas fight, as I said earlier, with the previous tag match. Uh, Just back and forth brawling. Hawk, after maintaining control for an extended period of time, climbs the rope going for the flying lariat, but Hanson ducks. Hanson charges off the ropes, hits Hawk with a, a lariat of his own, goes for the pin, Hawk kicks out. Hanson charges him again as Hawk's getting up, hits him with a second lariat, he gets the win. Jay comments that for any normal man, one lariat from Stan Hanson would be enough to do it, but it took two to beat Hawk because that is how, how tough Hawk is. Stan does not leave the ring, though. He waits for Hawk to get up. Hawk is clearly pissed off about this, and he gets in Hanson's face. You can't make out what they're saying but it ends with Hanson extending his hand in respect and Hawk shaking it. Mm. Um, next up is the ECW Tag Team Championship match. Kevin Sullivan and the Tasmaniac make their way to the ring to the song Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. Um, 
<clears throat> Jay notes that this is the most dangerous team in NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling, noting that Kevin Sullivan has been banned from competing in Japan due to his vicious assault on Wing Kanamura with a Singapore spike. Uh, the tag team champions Johnny Gunn and Tommy Dreamer come out the sharp-dressed man by ZZ Top with uh, serious looks <laughs> on their face. <laughs> Jay states that this is the toughest challenge for Dreamer and Gunn yet. Sullivan and Tasmina charge Dreamer and Gunn immediately, and the competitors are all over the, the building before the bell can even ring. Uh, Dreamer and Tasmaniac are on one side of the building. Sullivan and Gunn are on the other. Five minutes pass. The bell hasn't even rang yet. This is how much is going on. By the time the bell rings, Gunn and Dreamer look like they've seen better days. Dreamer has a ton of heart, and he's in the ring trying to fight for his own team. Gunn can barely get to his feet. He's a bloody mess. Dreamer, however, he doesn't say die. He has all the heart in the world, but it just isn't enough this time. Tasmaniac hits him with a T-bone suplex. Kevin Sullivan and Tasmaniac are the new ECW Tag Team Champions. <clears throat> Before the main event, we get a hype package detailing the long-running feud between Shane Douglas and his former mentor, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert, set to the song Cherubrock by the Smashing Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, highlights, <laughs> uh, highlights include a promo by Eddie where he states Shane won't have a career if it wasn't for him. Shane attacking Eddie in the locker room, and finally the two of them facing off a, a contract signing in the ring. Now it's time for the official main event of the evening. This is a chain match. The winners must incapacitate their opponent and touch all four corners in succession to win the NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling Heavyweight title. First out is Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert as the song Hot Stuff by Donna Summer plays. He used that forever. Um, he comes out with his crown as he's proclaiming he's the king of Philadelphia wrestling. <clears throat> Next up is Perfect Strangers by Deep Purple plays as the current ECW champion Shane Douglas makes his way to the ring. Jay notes that there's nothing but hatred on the face of Shane Douglas. Eddie Gilbert went from being Shane's mentor dating back to the 80s to now they are bitter enemies. Uh, both men have their hands wrapped in the 15 feet of chain. The bell rings and the match is on. Immediately, both guys, are, they're jockeying for position. They're trying to get a, get control of the chain. Shane gets the upper hand. He starts whipping Hot Stuff in the back with it. Hot Stuff's obviously doing the tiptoe, I'm in pain kind of sell. Um, Shane maintains control. He busts Hot Stuff open early with a, with a series of punches to the temple with his fist wrapped in the chain. Uh, while Gilbert is down, Shane touches two turnbuckles, but Hot Stuff grabs the chain and crotches him with it. Now Hot Stuff wraps the chain around his fist. He busts Shane's open with punches returning the favor. From there, the match is just a grueling display of violence and fortitude. As both men are bloodied, their respected blonde hairs, crimson red. Shane's white trunks are blood red. Shane late in the match hits the belly-to-belly -belly on Eddie. He touches three corners, and the lights go out. When the lights come back on, in the ring are the heavenly bodies and Jim Cornette. Corny throws a fireball in Shane's face. The bodies drag the lifeless Eddie Gilbert to all four corners, and Eddie Gilbert is the new ECW champion. Jay Sully's disgusted with what he's seen. EMTs are rushing out. They're treating Shane Douglas for burns, and Corny gets on the microphone. Now, I've been hearing for months how ECW is where the sport of professional wrestling exists. Well, I'm happy to report I didn't see much pro wrestling in ECW. What I did see were a bunch of goofs who couldn't lace up the boots of anyone in the Smoky Mountain locker room. These two men... Del Rey and, and Dr. Tom are the best tag team in pro wrestling, bar none. This man, Eddie Gilbert, is the best wrestler in pro wrestling today, bar none. What he promised me is he would bring the ECW title back to Smoky Mountain Wrestling when he won it. 
Jay notes on commentary that this isn't the first time Eddie Gilbert will to another promotion. Corny continues, I bet Todd Gordon regrets even having us come here tonight. Speaking of regrets, I certainly hope to see my old friend Paul Lee tonight. I wonder where he is. Apparently those unpaid parking tickets in Atlanta caught up to him. Or maybe Missy was finally able to serve him for sexual harassment. Oh my god. <laughs> Yikes. Jay Sully apologizes for that statement and states that these are not the views of Eastern Championship Wrestling, but a scumbag from the South. Oh. The ECW locker room empties, and the few wrestlers that try to get into the ring can't do it because the bodies in Gilbert and Corny are holding them off at bay. <laughs> and then Black Sabbath plays, and Sullivan and Tasmaniac make their way to the ring, and everyone parts. The cor- Corny and the bodies let them get into the ring. There's a stare down. It's the ECW Tag Team Champions and the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions face-to-face in the middle of the ring, and they hug. Corny's oh, No! Cool. No! Courtney exclaims, did you all forget that these men wrestle in Smoky Mountain? We have your belts, and we're bringing them home to the Great Smoky Mountains. Tommy Dreamer, bandaged up from earlier, tries to charge the ring, full of heart as always, but he's too banged up, and he's attacked by all the members of the Smoky Mountain group. The fans are pelting the ring as the show ends with Jay Sully saying, NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling has been invaded by Smoky Mountain. Was Tommy Dreamer crying? <laughs> He might have been. He he cries. He's a known I, crier. I hope so. <laughs> that young upstart Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> that that handsome baby face Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> All right. Well, well done. All right. So as we as we've done Thank in these semifinals uh, or quarterfinals rather, uh, my my segment called the press conference. But uh, in this press conference now, I'm actually going to be interviewing Adam Van. Uh, Adam. Are you going to make sure that you have all of the correct entrance musics for your card, or is everybody just going to come out the sexy boy and... <laughs> um, well, I haven't given as much thought, considering I don't know the theme musics to half these people. Uh, I may or may not have some MP3s on the on the queue, but uh, once uh, Shane Douglas was not available to me, I've kind of lost the desire to play music. If you uh, um, if you get the chance, can everybody come out to Paralyzer by Seether? <laughs> well, you yelled at me last time about having anarch- uh, what anachronistic music, so I can't uh, you know have anything that pl- that was created twenty years later. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> these things happen. Jason, a well done card. Yes, well thank done. you very much. Good, good job, good job. And now is Adam's turn. And I I wonder how Adam is going to react now to someone else making the lights go out. It's still Ah. on the table. It's still on the table. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we are doing a television taping at the CYC, the Catholic Youth Center, and even though they didn't run ECW in 1993 there, uh, I'm doing a little wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey because it's probably the biggest venue that ECW has ran at. So, Catholic Youth Center, we have a hot crowd. Joey Styles comes out to welcome everybody. Let's everybody know that tonight we will have a huge battle royal with tons and tons of ECW combatants. We have a tag team tables match and a blindfolded coal miner's glove on a pole match. <laughs> but first, before any of that, whoa, <laughs> Joey you can't Styles just throw that out there. <laughs> Joey Styles introduces everybody to the ECW TV champion, Terry Funk. Terry Funk comes out to probably some music that, I don't know, old people who like Terry Funk enjoy. Uh, is this like Desperado territory, guys? <laughs> it was Desperado. 
Yeah. Desperado. All right. So Terry Funk comes out and I can't do a Terry Funk impersonation, but basically he says like a doddering old man, I was supposed to wrestle Joe College tonight, but he didn't show up. So I'll take on anybody. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see if I can. Was it a, was it a, oh, I was supposed to take on Joe College tonight. But there just wasn't anybody up here in the electric city that could take on, take on the Funker. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like it. So Joe College is nowhere to be found. So Terry Funk says that he will take on anybody backstage that is deserving and give them a shot at the TV championship. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> So out comes Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, accompanied by Big Daddy Cool Diesel. They've been loaned out by the WWF. Shawn Michaels grabs the microphone and says that he wants a shot at Terry Funk. All he hears about how is Terry Funk's the best this, the best that. The heartbreak kid is the main event in the showstopper, and he wants to become the next ECW television champion so he can take that belt home. Terry Funk says that Shawn Michaels is just a punk kid from New York and he hasn't beaten anybody in ECW. If he wants a shot at the television title, he's going to have to work his way through the ranks like all the boys in the back. Well, Shawn wants to prove that he's worthy and he'll show everybody else in the w, or in the ECW that Shawn Michaels is worthy of that title shot as we cut to commercial break. I we think, come uh, back. I think uh, the Funker would have, would have, would have more or less... Uh, called out, it would have been like, was it, you say you're from, from San Antonio, but I tell you one thing, you won't be remembering the Alamo when I kick your satchel ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, we come back from commercial, and already in the ring are HD Rider and Easy Rider. They grab the microphone and they say that everybody knows that if you're a rider, you're always ready. And then woo, 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 you know it, something like that. So they bring out their <laughs> opponents. <laughs> I literally drafted them just so I could put a Zack Ryder joke in there. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> they bring out their opponents for the three-way no. tables match. Axel, Axel, and Rotten, and the public enemy. Uh, this is exactly what you would expect. Easy and HD Ryder just get the shit beat out of them. They're taken out of the picture pretty early. Uh, Axel and Ian Rotten and Public Enemy are battling throughout the crowd. At one point, Axel and Ian turn on each other and bloody each other up because, you know, whatever, that's what they do. Uh, eventually, Public Enemy get the win because people in 1993 thought the Public Enemy were a really good tag team. How dare you. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so next up, we have Shawn Michaels coming out to prove to Terry Funk that he's worthy of that television title opportunity. And he is going to face the ECW Maryland champion, J.T. Smith. Now, right before the match starts, obviously, Sean is accompanied by Diesel. Sean grabs the microphone and says, you know what, J.T.? Uh, I know that you're looking at my Intercontinental title, and it's making me really excited. So if you want a shot at this belt pointing at his IC title, you're going to put your ECW Maryland title on the line. So JT agrees, wanting to be, be added to that long lineage of IC champs. Bell rings. All of a sudden, Diesel, big boots, JT Smith, right in the face, picks him up, jackknifes him, lays out JT Smith. HBK with a shit-eating grand ghost for the pin. One, two, 
three. HBK is the ECW Maryland t- champion. He grabs the microphone and says, Terry, Terry, am I worthy now? Do I get a shot at the t- uh, television title? Terry Funk pops his head out from behind the curtain, just shakes his head. No, he's not worthy. We cut to commercial break. All right. So in case you didn't catch that, Shawn Michaels is now an ECW champion. Um, anyways, next up, we have a work rate match. We have Sabu versus Chris Candido versus Kerry Von Erich. This is a clash of styles. We have Chris Candido, the technical wrestler. We have Sabu just doing his car crash style offense. We have Kerry Von Erich limping around the ring. Uh, basically, Sabu at one point wow. misses a triple jump moonsault. Candido uses uh, the opportunity to roll up Kerry Von Erich and get the win. Chris Candido, big win on a big stage. You missed the perfect opportunity after I, I always Sabu, did. after Sabu with the car crash uh, offense. <laughs> Could I carry on air with the motorcycle crash offense? Uh, you're, you're putting it all together. All right, next up, <laughs> since he's not worthy, he wants to continue to prove that he is. HBK comes out once again with Diesel, this time to face the ECW Pennsylvania champ, Tommy Cairo. Oh, you know where we're going with this. Once again, bell rings, ding, ding, ding. Diesel takes out Tommy Cairo. Once again, Shawn Michaels with a giant grin on his face, still chewing gum, pins Cairo, wins the ECW Pennsylvania Championship. He grabs the microphone. What about now, Terry? Am I getting a shot now? Terry Funk still will not give him the title shot. What is Terry Funk planning here? All right, next match. In the much-anticipated match of the year candidate, the blindfold coal miner's glove on a pole match. <laughs> In this match, both <laughs> both competitors will be blindfolded. And the object is to get the coal miner's glove that is on a pole in a corner. Oh, and my I, God. I know one of the people that are going to be in it. I've, I've figured it out. All right. Who is it? One of them is Jake Roberts because he's been <laughs> both matches. <laughs> Jake Roberts will be facing the Sandman. <laughs> Both men looking, uh, you know, very coherent and ready to participate in the action tonight. Uh, they put the blindfolds on. They're stumbling around the ring with their hands out. Oh, wait, no, they didn't have the blindfolds on yet. That was just them stumbling. Uh, but the blindfolds, <laughs> the blindfolds are on. The match is a lot of uh, Jake Roberts basically feeling around the ring. Sandman is pointing, hoping to get a reaction from the crowd. Eventually, Jake Roberts gets the coal miner's glove right off the top of the, the pole, but Sandman takes the hood off, starts caning the shit out of Jake Roberts, gets the win. One, two, three. Sandman wins the blindfold coal miner's glove on a pole match. What the fuck? <laughs> Somebody did not follow the rules. What? <laughs> Rule schmoles. All right, so next up. <laughs> HBK, once again, comes out with the Intercontinental Championship, the ECW Pennsylvania Championship, and the Maryland ECW Championship. He's looking like Ultimo Dragon with all the belts. Is he worthy worthy yet? You know what? Terry Funk comes out and he says he's seen enough of this. He knows what's going to happen. He knows that if he gets in a match with Shawn Michaels, Diesel's just going to interfere. So you know what? Even if he throws another opponent, in front of Sean, Diesel's just going to try to interject himself into the match. So, you know what? The lights go out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And when the lights come back on, standing in the ring face to face with Diesel is Mike Awesome. Awesome Mike Awesome. At this point, Shawn Michaels doesn't have the big shit-eating grin on his face anymore. Actually, he kind of slinks out of the ring. Diesel not backing down. We have, first time, last time, Mike Awesome versus Diesel, at least in ECW. I don't know. Uh, this match is just them beating the shit out of each other for about five minutes. Uh, neither man getting the upper advantage. Every time uh, Diesel goes for a jackknife, Mike Awesome powers out of it. Every time Awesome goes for a power Awesome bomb, uh, Diesel powers out of it. Neither man seems to get the advantage. They end up brawling out through the back. This match is a no contest. I guess the fans aren't getting what they want with that match. But uh, Terry Funk comes out and he says, you know what, kid? I was just messing with you. I'll take on anybody. Uh, I will take you on. I will take on Shawn Michaels in the main event. So for the main event tonight of your show, you have Terry Funk versus the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, for the ECW television title. All right, so we need a come down match. So now the huge, huge, huge battle royal that was announced earlier in the show. And in traditional, like, 1993 indie-ish shows, uh, this is a seven-man battle royal. <laughs> I should have drafted more people. Uh, so in this battle royal, we have Superfly Jimmy Snuka, Mr. Hughes, King Kong Bundy, the British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith, both members of the Headhunters, and Don Morocco. Don Morocco is being cheered on by his son in the front row, Marcus, hoping to put on a good show. All right, so the match starts up. Everybody teams up on King Kong Bundy right off the rip. They know that they got to get one of the biggest guys out of there. They eliminate him. Then they all team up to practically murder Jimmy Snuka, uh, cleaning up that locker room. Uh, Mr. Hughes is powered out by Don Morocco. The Bulldog, British Bulldog, double clotheslines out both of the headhunters. We are down to just Don Morocco and the British Bulldog in the finals. British Bulldog comes up from behind, throws out Morocco, starts celebrating. Bulldog is one. But wait, Don Morocco skins the cat. Where did he get that athleticism? <laughs> Don Morocco comes up from behind the British Bulldog, throws him out, gets the win. Him and young Marcus are celebrating. Don Morocco is one of the huge seven-man battle royal. <laughs> I'm just picturing 1993 Don Morocco skinning the cat. And... <laughs> It brings me such great joy. (laughs) It's like superstar Billy Graham just being like, you can do it. (laughs) All right, so our main event of the evening. Television champion Terry Funk defending against the champion of just about everything else, Shawn Michaels. Once again, Diesel comes out in Shawn Michaels' corner. Uh, This is going to be a one-on-one match, wink. Uh, We have HBK showing off. Basically wrestling circles around Funk. But you know what? Funk's fighting back. You know, Shawn Michaels getting a lot of offense in a lot of two, quick two counts. Uh, Terry Funk is not going to be put down so quickly by HBK. Um, there's a lot of back and forth. Eventually, Terry Funk gets the advantage. Terry Funk lays out Shawn Michaels, goes underneath the ring apron, brings out a branding iron. Is Terry Funk going to brand Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels, the chicken shit heel that he is, he's begging off Terry Funk. He looks over at Diesel. He's like, Diesel, help me out here. Help me out here. Diesel basically looks. He's like, nah, man, I ain't getting paid that much. Uh, so Diesel will not help HBK. 
Uh, eventually, HBK super kicks the branding iron out of Terry Funk's hands. He doesn't want to get burned either. Uh, they go back and forth a little bit. And then out of nowhere, Terry Funk hits a sloppy moonsault for the pin. One, <laughs> two, three. Sending the fans home happy. Terry Funk defeats Shawn Michaels. You never would have thought that would have happened. Uh, and retains the television title. So after the match, Shawn Michaels is pissed. I mean, he's never been one known to throw a tantrum in the ring, but like he is <laughs> flipping out. He's yelling at Diesel. He's getting up in his face. He's pointing, like poking him in the chest. He's pissed off. Diesel just had enough. He jackknife powerbombs Shawn Michaels and leaves the ring. Uh, and that's how we leave the show is basically Michaels in a collapsed pile, uh, Terry Funk retaining. And good night, everybody, from the Catholic Youth Center in Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, the press conference for this consists of me just asking, was this a battle royal or was this the ultimate survivor match from Survivor Series 1991? <laughs> it was an opportunity to just have Don Morocco win the thing. <laughs> With the After Royal this- Rumble finish where Shawn Michaels skins the cat. Yep. And knocks Bulldog out of the ring. You'd think <laughs> after this would happen in, at the Catholic Youth Center, the Bulldog would be a little weary about celebrating too early. Well, he has his demons, too. He doesn't remember things quite as well. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> the finish of the main event made it sound like there was a glitch somewhere where they were just both standing there, and then out of nowhere, Terry Funk just appeared on the top turnbuckle and moonsaulted him. I'm not great at calling the action. Uh, <laughs> I, if you wanted spot-by-spot stuff, like as well as Jason did, I would have needed a couple hours. Adam's no good at, at calling stuff, which is why you should absolutely check out his commentary for Real Rumble, <laughs> the LVAC. Um Joe does all like, the heavy lifting there. I like the idea, by the way, of the coal miners glove blindfold <laughs> match where these guys are trying to find this coal miners glove on a pole that's somewhere, but they can't see. So theoretically, they could just go to a turnbuckle and fall the fuck off. <laughs> you know, Impact's going to steal this idea. <laughs> like, they're just like, oh, I think this is it. Oh, I think, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> Like, and suddenly Jake Roberts is dead. And it's like, what happened? Well, he fucking couldn't see. So, uh, so Chris, which show would you like to, would you like to, uh, defend here? Um, uh, uh, now you've Oh boy. So, um, ooh, um, <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here. (laughs) (laughs) From both of these shows. Um, So, Jason brought Smoky Mountain Wrestling to the ECW arena. And as we know, ECW, not a fan of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. If you think back to Raven using the chloroform washcloth. Yeah. On the pit bulls, and Joey Styles says on commentary, get that Smoky Mountain crap out of here. <laughs> that is why Smoky Mountain is a great foil for ECW. Because, for one, people from the Smoky Mountain region, hillbillies. What do people <laughs> in Philadelphia not like? Hillbillies. 
Cowboys. There you go, Cowboys. They think that everyone from Smoky Mountain are the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) So it makes Smoky Mountain Wrestling a fantastic heel, especially corny-ass Jim Cornette still acting like it's 1989, Hmm. but Southern. It was only only four years prior to that. (laughs) (laughs) Four years makes a world of difference in Philadelphia. They'll tell you. Yeah. So they are an extreme crowd. They are much more hardcore than the NWA in 1989, and they see Jim Cornette as the NWA in 1989. Disclaimer, personally, don't care about Cornette either way. But for the purpose of trying to shill the show, Cornette's a great heel to have in ECW. You've got Tommy Dreamer in suspenders. (laughs) You have Paul Diamond not going through two flaming tables. (laughs) There's a lot here that says... Vote for Jason. So Jason should get your vote here tonight or whenever you're listening, regardless of what time of day it is. All right. Okay. So let me, let me, let me decompress for a minute. <laughs> All right. So folks, do you guys hate Shawn Michaels? <laughs> I know I do. And you want to know why I hate him? Cause he's, cause he's the same bastard. That stole away. That was my fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's pissed off at Shawn Michaels too. Um, <laughs> he's like, like heartbreak dick. Um, so, yeah, Shawn Michaels did some dastardly shit, like steal the championship of Pennsylvania and steal the championship of Maryland, just so he could coax. Terry Funk in defending his title. That's not an honorable man. But guess what? If you vote for an advanced show, you get to see the one and only middle-aged and crazy Terry Funk take on the heartbreak dick in a, in a, a classic only found in Scranton. Also in the first ever blindfold coal miners glove match. Which, if you ask me, they didn't even need the the blindfolds because if they just inebriated them enough, they weren't going to be able to walk around and see anyway. But just so this way we could keep it on the oven, <laughs> dual hood, coal miner's glove with veteran of both Jake Roberts <laughs> and the surf and sandman. And let me tell you something. If you're a big fan of what will soon be late 90s autograph sessions, check out the Battle Royal <laughs> with such legendary names like uh, like Don the Rock Morocco performing his, 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 his skin in the rockin' cat. Also, speaking of cats, we got a dog, the British Bulldog. And we got a Kong, a King Kong. In fact, he's King Kong Bundy, along with a bunch of cannibals, headhunters, if you will. Uh, and we got motorcycle crashes, car crashes, <laughs> everything you could have is at the CYC. <laughs> 
And that's why you should vote for Adam Van's card. <laughs> I have a real morbid curiosity now to try to find a way to go back in time and make Sabu against Chris Candido against Kerry Von Erich happen. Because <laughs> what a weird fucking match that would be. <laughs> Especially in 93, where Kerry Von Erich was already halfway checked out. <laughs> so, um, this has been a show. <laughs> This is a real wonderful show. Absolutely. Fucking podcast rules. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all these ideas are kick-ass. So, you can go to at the A show on CKCC on Twitter. Now that you have listened, don't listen to Adam and vote ahead of time. (laughs) Now that you have listened, you can, you can vote for Smoky Mountain Eastern Championship Wrestling, or you can vote for Blindfold Coal Miner's Glove on a Pole. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> the winner of this contest will take on Joe Sposto in the semifinals. Uh, and then and the, uh, the, they will be taking on Joe Sposto in the semifinals doing uh, – is it um, 2003 TNA? 2002 TNA? No, that's uh, DJ right. or – or Wade right. against George uh, Gatton or, Gatton. or yeah. Chris O'Mealy, and we'll hear them next week doing 1985 WWF. That will be kind of fun. That's going to be really wacky. So let's plug some stuff. Um, Adam, go ahead and plug what you do. Absolutely. So I am on a wrestling podcast called At Odds with Wrestling uh, with my podcasting partner, Joe Sposto. Uh, Joe also in this tournament of champions. Uh, and also we will both be attending the LVAC Real Rumble wrestling event that's going to be happening at the Mahoning Drive-In in Mahoning, Pennsylvania on May 21st and 22nd. In addition to some awesome wrestling, uh, you're going to be seeing some uh, movies on the drive-in afterwards. We have They Live, Beyond the Mat, Mr. Nanny, and a surprise mystery movie uh, that uh, if you probably message Joe, he'll tell you what it is. But I don't know what it is yet. Um, also, you can find me on Twitter at the man Adam Van. That's where I have like really crappy wrestling takes. Um, but if you like me just doing the kind of nonsense that I tried to do during my card, it's more of that kind of stuff. But uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on the show. And Jason, it was great playing against you. It was great meeting you and, and hanging out and doing this as well. So thank you. Yeah. And Jason, plug your stuff too. Uh, so you can find me every other week on the None Other Sports podcast with my best friend, David Kanabowski. Uh, we pretty much discuss anything sports related at this point. It used to be the happenings of the sports world, but we deviate. We, this week we talked about youth sports, uh, no hitters and our continuing best beard in pro sports tournament. Um, you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can also find me on the monthly Philly Baseball Together podcast under the Baseball Together Network umbrella. Uh, you can also find that where you get your podcasts. Uh, you can find the Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash notanotherSportsPod. Uh, we also have an Instagram and a Twitter. Uh, everything just cycles, cycles back to the, the Facebook page, though. You guys talk on there. You say you're talking about no-hitters. So you, so you're, you were mentioning the guy that was throwing a perfect game, and then he hit a guy. What, what was what he realized? The Orioles pitcher? Oh, uh, no, I'm blanking on it because I'm on the uh, the spot. We did Carlos talk Rodon. about yes, Carlos Rodon. Thank you. Mm. Um, we did touch upon that. it, but we went more into the history of it. 
So I don't know if you know this. The There's two, technically, two considered first no-hitters. One came a year before the one MLB actually recognizes. Oh, wow. Um, so we talk about that. Uh, we talk about the fact that two teams in MLB haven't had a no-hitter since the 1980s. Whoa, really? That's crazy. And one, dare I say, hasn't been in our lifetime. Early in the 80s it is, because I think most of us are in the same age group. Uh, I don't know. I'm a little bit older than you guys. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say no comments. We'll just say I'm uh, a child of the 90s. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, it's the Indians. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you can hear that uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And speaking of baseball takes... I know that they'll have another episode by then, but Marcus's rant on this current week's episode of Final Wrestling Place about how bad the Yankees are oh, was yeah, fantastic. <laughs> That's because it's fantastic the Yankees are bad right now. <laughs> That's the same conversation that him and I have via like Twitter DM almost like weekly. Where, you know, <laughs> it's so frustrating to have as much as the Yankees have, but to just watch it crumble away. And I still just blame the cheating Astros for everything. My apologies, Adam. Yeah, it's all right. I'm a Phillies fan, so. <laughs> hey, you'll be okay. Hey. Maybe. I know it's only April 19th currently, but the Mets are in first place currently. And I know that. They only took two out of three in Colorado, but the Mets are in first place right now, so I will take everything I can get right now. Yeah, they haven't officially met the bed yet, so. No, I mean, that's coming. I know it's coming. (laughs) I've been a Mets fan for almost 40 years now, I understand. So, not baseball-related. Are all the other shows on 40-year-long Mets fan sounds like a terrible drama. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, like, I've lived it. I can tell you it is. <laughs> Except for those couple years when I was like five when they won the World Series. And um yeah, that was pretty much the high point. It's all it been is, down It is important to keep the kids happy. Well and you also got Keith Hernandez on Seinfeld, so now we have Keith Hernandez on commentary, which is a whole bunch of indirectly quoting, Hey, when I was on Coke in eighty seven, this <laughs> <laughs> So you can check out all the podcasts that we have here on CKCC Radio by going to the brand new CKCCRadio.com. Check out all the different shows we have there. Typically, I would say next week you'll hear by the numbers, but because that would make this tournament three months long, mm-hmm. by the numbers is currently on hiatus. Uh, Matt's episode with Hollow Wicked was fantastic. Everybody go out of your way and listen to that one. It was a lot of fun catching up with Hollow Wicked um, as best we could with our awful memories. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I was so massively entertained by all of it. Just, uh, uh, oh god, there was there was one there was one part where I was like cracking up in my seat listening to you guys. I, it's funny because we were looking through old results and everything, and realizing that when we were in Barnesville, Pennsylvania. That was the, the, that whole transaction of Barnesville was oh rolling. Um, in front of forty people or so, having John Moxley against Eric Cannon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, like, quick question. Yeah. Was that the same card where I healed out on the fan that had the sign that says Daisy Hayes, I love you, and then the other side had, but I love Portia Perez more. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, considering <laughs> I barely remembered enough to get through the episode with Hollow Wicked, <laughs> and that stuff's written down, I'm going to say I have no recollection of what you're talking about. He was grilling you. He's like, what else is your book? <laughs> like, is the news for the day? And you're like, no, I just had the matches. <laughs> Sorry. Well, the problem is... Hollow Wicked did not remember a lot of what we talked about. He did not even remember the most recent match two years ago, like some of the people on his team. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, there, he, there was like, talk of Faye Jackson, which I'm always a fan of. He, he, he's like, I teamed with Alley Cat? I don't remember that. <laughs> and at one point he goes, so wait, you were in the crowd? I said, no, I refed it. That's why we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> You can hear that on the all new CKCCradio.com. Uh, we also have, as Adam would say, and I think Tim as well, uh, talking about podcast adjacent friends. Mm. Soon to be named network. There are other podcasts out there for you to listen to. That, that's Adam's, uh, gimmick with that. There are <laughs> other podcasts that it's you can right. listen to. I steal plenty of people's gimmicks. You're welcome to it. <laughs> Thank you. So, soon to be named network, you have the all new We Need Wrestling podcast. Uh, this past week's episode, because this is airing in the future, we'll be talking about Samoa Joe matches after his mind-numbingly stupid release last week. Um, the the debut episode, they were talking about Vader matches. Got a shout out from the official Vader Twitter account, by the way. Yes, they did. So you can check out We Need Wrestling. We talked about at odds with wrestling. I hear porch talk is coming back. As it gets warmer outside, the porch opens up. You know, we're looking to be bigger and better than ever this year. So you're actually going to do it this year is what you're saying. Uh, We're going to do it just as much as we did it last year, if not more. (laughs) (laughs) Send some lofty expectations for yourselves there. Yep. As great of a listen that as Porch Talk was over the previous 365 days, we promise to be as good, if not slightly better. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's all on the soon to be named network. We mentioned Final Wrestling Place as well. Uh, their new season's coming up with wrestling graduations. So call-ups from like FCW and NXT. Mm, good call. Uh, ranking them in the good place and bad place. Uh, we talked about Jason. And another sports podcast. He talked about that already. Check out the Brain Wreck podcast. That's on YouTube with yes. Kevin the Man Graham and Jason Axe. And also the Hooligans of Hops with Irish Kev and Rick. You heard their promo earlier. Basically, that was Kev saying, shit, I forgot to record a promo for you. It was a great promo. I like it a lot. <laughs> it is the most Kev po- promo you could possibly get. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Kev did qualify for the Season 2 Tournament of Champions already. Oh, with my God, his I can't wait. 1998 ECW victory. He thought it was ridiculous when it was just the Camp Evers reunion. Just wait till he's against someone he probably doesn't even know. <laughs> so we got to make sure that he takes on, like, Image. Because <laughs> Image wants to be on the next season. And okay. We'll, and then we'll give him, like, oh, God, what would be a perfect thing for Kev? Like, uh, give him, like, 88 WWF. <laughs> he could draft current day AEW. Oh my god. Joe would refuse. Joe would be like, no what? No. No. 
They could they could draft 2005 EGW. Oh my god. Joe be like, with my first draft pick, I pick me. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? The second draft pick, I pick Draven Blaze. <laughs> they had a hot feud in 05. They they worked a ladder match that Joe doesn't even remember, except for the fact that he's in pictures of a ladder match. <laughs> That's a totally different story for a totally different day. Because, man, there's a lot to that story. Yeah, there is. <laughs> and you can hear it on By the Numbers with uh, Joe when the second season of that rolled out here on CKCC Radio. He talks about not remembering that match, amongst other things. <laughs> um, I think we got everything covered. Oh, yeah, season two, um, once we're through this, uh, some of the guests will include Kevin Graham. Uh, previously mentioned from Brainwreck, former GSW heavyweight champion. Oh, uh, we need to have, and that'll be the that'll be the show we bring Adam back on. So we have the man Adam Van and the man Kevin Graham. I mm. think I think we do need to have the gang come back together, uh, pending Brett's availability for 2000 WCW. Yes, we we do have Joey Image coming on. We're going to have Ed from Pod from Pod Van Dam. He is like, <laughs> yeah. He he is lined up to be a part of it. Uh the boar is booked. Oh. This is this is this this, this podcast is working out so wonderfully. <laughs> it really is. So make sure you stay tuned here on CKCC Radio. Jason, Adam, best of luck to both of you in the voting. Absolutely. And oh, we'll, we'll see one of you in a couple weeks. Oh man. It's gonna be a good time. Good time. Thanks for listening, everybody. And until next time, thank you, Jason. Thank you, Adam. My name is Matt. And I'm Chris. And we will see you.